And welcome back to your feel-good business show right here on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. Now, while South Africa's unemployment rate remains at a record high, one organization has for the past 10 years taken action and made a real impact by providing more than 3,000 women nationally the opportunity to achieve financial independence by selling clothes. Uh, we're chatting to Tracy Gilmore, who is the Clothing Bank CEO. And today we're speaking about the difference that the Clothing Bank is making within the communities here in South Africa. Tracy, good afternoon and welcome to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. Good afternoon and thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Tracy, I know that you've just uh, celebrated your 10-year anniversary at the Clothing Bank, but before we discuss the phenomenal work you are doing to support a businesswoman in the country, let's talk about Tracy Gilmore. What is your story? What is your journey? And how did you reach the success that you, that you uh, uh, celebrate today? Yes, so my passion has always been to work with, with women, particularly, particularly women that have had a difficult background, come from a difficult past. People, women that have limited access to opportunities. It's kind of always been my passion. And about 10 years ago, I met my partner, Tracy Chambers. And together we realized how much excess stock there is to be found within the retail supply chain. Mm -hmm. And then we got discussing like how we could use that stock as an opportunity to help particularly unemployed women start businesses. And then we, so very early on, we realized that we've got this great product from the retailers, but we also had to add in a whole lot of skills. So we do a two-year training program now, which is very holistic wow. and very deep. Mm. And we teach business, finance, and life skills. We offer lots of support through coaching and mentoring. And then obviously there's this great opportunity to earn a decent income by being self-employed. So oh, wow. the product that we get from the retailers. Wow, wow. I, I think skilling or upskilling is, 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 I think, one of the most important uh, factors when it comes to uh, future success of a business. What is the, what is the application process? How, who's eligible to join your training program? So basically, we're looking for unemployed South Africans, mothers with children under the age of 18. So for the last 10 years, we've been fundamentally working with women. And about five years ago, the Clicks Group came to us and they approached us about giving us the excess like um, um, appliances that, that mm -hmm. you find within the retail supply chain, the customer returns. So then we started to recruit unemployed men into the program as well. So we're also working with men currently. And that program just has become quite a huge passion of ours because, you know, we need to work with men. Men need to be, have their dignity. Of course, of course. So, yeah, so, so that's what we do. Those need to be unemployed, South African citizens, and have children under the age of 18. Oh, wow. wow. To join our program. Are we going to talk about you? You recently hosted a, an awards uh, evening for some of these uh, ladies whose, whose lives you have changed. But I want to zoom in on the business and why this is important and, and, and how this is not only changing these lives, but essentially affecting uh, economy. Now, I know you're 10 years in or you celebrated the 10 year anniversary. And so African retailers have generally donate over, over half a billion rand in product. Talk us through the business model quickly for those who have never heard about uh, the clothing bank, uh, Tracy. Yeah, sure. So, so we're a social enterprise. So a legal entity is non-profit. So what we do is we get all the donations from the big retailers. So all we've got seven massive retailers on board, and we process about 160,000 units a month through our facilities in Cape Town, Durban, Durban Branch, wow. and East London. And, and that, that, that stock is then sold to a beneficiary at a very reduced rate. So that helps us become about 80% self-funded. We then do get funding for the other 20% from big um, philanthropists or organizations and even government. So that, that's uh -huh. how our business model works. We try and we ultimately want to be 100% self-funded. 
Um, but currently we're about 80% stock buying. Oh, that's incredible. So, so the candidates you've identified, they're able to buy the stock for, for a very low cost, which obviously adds their markup and that's how they make their profit. But it eliminates all of the uh, operating costs. So they have no manufacturing costs. They have no uh, overheads because they're just directly buying the product from you at low, at low cost. Yes. So, in a, so in their overheads shop. really are just, it's just transport. And because um, obviously it's a very full program. So any given that. week, everybody's in class once a week. Everyone gets coaching or mentoring alternate week. Mm. Everybody works one day a week in the facility. That's kind of the give back day. Absolutely. And then obviously you've got to come in and purchase as much stock regularly as you can. Because we're pro processing stock every single day. So, it's, you know, the really top business people are shopping as, as frequently as they possibly can. Oh, I we love do that. cap the purchases per month mm -hmm. at about 5,000 rand a month because we know that that 5,000 rand a month is going to give you a decent income and we want you to help as many people as we can during Absolutely. the two-year journey. Absolutely. I love that. Now, thank you for zooming in on that, Tracy. I wanted to just uh, discuss that in layman's terms so that anyone and everyone can understand it before, before getting too technical uh, about the discussion. Now, I know that you've remained true to yourself and the vision of this business, um, and that is, of course, to, to inspire and skill and support unemployed South Africans, uh, which, which at its heart is to eradicate poverty in the country. We've always been saying that it's very dangerous just to give handouts and then not provide the necessary training and skills development and support, which is obviously what you've packaged in this, in this business model. But what inspires Tracy? Or what keeps you inspired? Yes, absolutely. The resilience in people. I love that. You know, it's, it's like we, we don't feel that we need to fill people up. We need to take the lids off so that whatever's inside can come out and explode. And people just need to be given an opportunity in a safe place where they can come, heal, mm -hmm. learn, and grow. And what you see in the resilience in South Africa is, is amazing. And basically taking, giving them the tools, that, and people pick the tools up and run with them. You know, we don't do it for anybody, they do it for themselves. There'll always be a need for charity and humanitarian causes, Mm -hmm. We are really looking for people that are, that there's a huge big chunk in the middle that are Absolutely. sitting on the outside of the economy and just really need an opportunity to access it. Mm. And once they access it, they, they, they run with it. I love that. I love that. I love that. It's some of the most important things we, we often discuss, but we don't know how to implement. Now, I know that you started as a small project in, in, in fact, right, Jane Salter in Pickwick Street. Um, and now you've grown to be an internationally recognized uh, uh, organization. What was the, what was that, why did you decide to start the business? What was that driving, that driving um, um, force? So um, before I started the clothing bank, I had a business, a weaving business, hand weaving business. So we had about 15 staff members. And at that time, I actually didn't have the business skills that I've learned over the years now, most of my partner, Tracy Chambers. But um, I couldn't make it, I couldn't seem to make it profitable. So I had to close it down. But I wanted to find opportunities for, for jobs for our, our weavers to migrate into, at least get, get jobs. And there were just no jobs out there. Mm -hmm. So our unemployment problem is so structural that the skill sets are not meeting, meeting the demands of the jobs that are available. Plus, you also know our, our unemployment rate is so high. So that, that got me feeling, because I felt so passionate about these women, and I, I could see the potential that they had, but there was nothing for them to do, and that's really the driver. I love that. You know, the, the, you know, the river that rages under your feet propels you into action, and it can be for various different reasons. So that, that's really why I started, wanting to find an opportunity for these particular women. 
Wow, wow, I love that. Now, this is no doubt a unique uh, world-class concept. And I know that you, as we discussed earlier, you're utilizing retail excess um, for sustainable change. Uh, I know this is also first of its kind. Um, is first of its kind in the world or in the country? So actually in the world, you know. That's you incredible. To to yeah. retailers because the international retailers are not comfortable donating their, their customer returns and their excess. Yes, yes. You know, we know internationally all kinds of things happen with that stock. It gets burnt or it, people make excuses for what happens to it, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas our retailers um, have got a different mindset, partly because they have um, been incentivized because of the BEE scorecard. Mm -hmm. So they can claim enterprise development and the socio-economic development points on their scorecard. So that's perhaps sometimes, sometimes the carrot that gets the retailers involved. But once they are involved, it's amazing how they go beyond the call of duty because our values are aligned. So what, what we're trying to deliver is aligned with what they're wanting to achieve. Oh, I love that. I love that. I think it's, it's always important. And, and, and on this show and on this station, we celebrate success stories in the country and in the continent. And more importantly, we celebrate the people who are, who are, who are you know, changing the lives of others. But with any great success story, we know that there's also hardships uh, that come with on, on that journey. What have been some of the challenges, uh, Tracy, that you've encountered in, in, in building the business? Yes, look, you know, recruitment is sometimes a challenge because mm -hmm. we have quite a big, well, people tell us it's not big at all, but we've got about a 50% retention rate and we would really like that to be higher because it is a fantastic opportunity, but not everybody's a business person. And, mm -hmm. you know, we don't focus on entrepreneurship, but we do believe that anybody can learn to run a business and make a profit. So that's a, that is a challenge because you, you're dropping off, about 50% people are dropping off. The other is sometimes integrity issues. You know, we do have problems of, of theft and things like that, which, which does, um, does cause quite a few challenges. Um, and then last year, our building in Cape Town burned down in May. Oh. And, you know, we lost 10 million rands worth of product. But we got back on our feet very quickly after that because we just, you know, our retailers came on board hugely. That was a massive, massive challenge there. And then currently, this challenge now was, was the lockdown. You know, the informal traders um, are really suffering and mm. they, they mm. need a huge amount of support. And mm. if we're going to tackle inequality, it's going to be in the informal sector. That's where we really can make a huge impact. That's where we should be, and absolutely. They aren't acknowledged really enough for the contribution they make to society as well as the economy. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I think it's important and I love that you are, are being this honest about it. It's important that we, uh, that we've, especially the informal sector and in the, in the, 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 the poorer communities, we've, we've got to put sustainable uh, opportunities and options um, and workable solutions in place. So thank you. Thank you for touching on that. I know that in, um, in 2019, the program was able to achieve a record sales um, and I know if I'm, if I'm allowed to share this, you've, you've made in excess of over 38 million in profits. So surely this is a business model that is working not only um, in terms of it's profitable, but it's also, it's also affecting the lives of others. Now, according to a recent data released by Statis, a South African uh, women are the most vulnerable with an unemployment rate of over 30% in South Africa. And that is why today we are zooming in on a business and a business model and a solution to bettering and changing the lives of, of, um, 
South Africans, ordinary South African woman. Um, I know that you provide a high touch solution um, through and to enterprise development. I know we, we touched on this earlier, uh, Tracy, uh, but quickly for those who are, are listening and they want to get involved in the program, uh, let's talk them through the steps. Uh, so what, 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 how to get started and also what they can expect uh, once they get onto the, the program. Great, thank you, thank you. Yes, so we have five intakes in the year. We try and, we try and recruit uh, most of our intakes at the, fir the first six months of the year because we do close for three weeks in December. So we try and get people established by the time we have that three week shutdown mm -hmm. in December. So five intakes in the year. It's quite a rigorous process. So we're looking for people that are self-motivated, that have got a fire in their belly, that have a basic business acumen. You don't have to have ever run a business, but if that kind of um, lights your fire, then that's something we're really looking for. People need to have some kind of a support network. Mm to be mm. successful in this environment you do need you do need people to help you at from home or friends or someone that you can go to for emotional support because it is quite a journey it's not just about getting clothes and selling them it's a, about personal development mm. completely taking ownership of where i am in this world self-awareness growth a lot of personal growth is so important and you see that when the personal growth happens the businesses just start to flourish so it's about looking in the mirror and, and, and understanding myself and what my strengths and weaknesses are. So we have an open day. During the open day, we then select. We then invite people to come back and workshop with us for two days. Ah, the first day that. is just basically business acumen. The second day is around emotional readiness for the program. Then we ask everybody to volunteer with us for an entire month. So it's two days a week for a month. We do pay a transport allowance during that time mm -hmm. for those two days. During that month, we do a home visit where we use what we call um, we use an impact measurement tool called the Poverty Stoplight Tool. So we come home and we do a whole assessment so that we can see where everybody is at baseline. And then we do that same assessment after 12 months and again after 24 months. So oh, we can see incredible. the progress. Mm. It's a fantastic tool because it's also a goal setting tool because you can see where you are because poverty isn't just about income. It's not just about material things. Yes, it's yes. also a mindset sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so you can see where you are and you can work with your coaches to move those, to move where you're stuck in poverty out of poverty. Wow, I love that. I love that. And I think that pretty much answers my, my next question because I'm quoting you as saying that as a social enterprise, uh, you believe in restoring dignity by teaching these women and men to create wealth for themselves. And I want to resume in on the restoring dignity part because often people feel powerless and helpless. And it seems like you, you with the program, um, you, you're really allowing them to become part of not only a network, um, but no doubt tackling, tackling those issues as well. Um, so no doubt, no doubt it's more than just a quick handout where they, where they, where they are focused purely on the business. You really are focusing on their well-being. Uh, so thank you for that, uh, Tracy. I'm going to, at this point, say I celebrate you and I salute you for that. Um, and then and, and, uh, one of the things that the organization uh, or the or, or, uh, um, TCB is known for is for celebrating the successes of these successful uh, women. And I know recently you hosted an awards night. Uh, what are some of the awards that, were, that you hand out at these nights and what are women recognized for? So there were, there, were, well, there were quite a few categories. One of them was people making the, the most impact in their communities. So what a lot of women do in the program is as, as they're, they're restoring themselves and they're growing personally and professionally, they start giving back to their communities. 
So we've got lots of women involved in all kinds of projects. It might be feeding schemes, it might be mentoring other little businesses in their communities. Lots of that happening. The other one was the other category was people making and um, um, creating the most jobs, which is which is actually quite which is quite difficult when you when you're a sole proprietor. Women categories, and the other was just the most successful businessmen. And I mean, what people have gone on to doing after graduating from the program is really they haven't stopped. They continue to grow, find other sources of supply, open catering businesses. You know, but mm -hmm. one woman in Johannesburg who actually bought two pieces of land on either side of the N1. She's now oh, approached wow. an oil company about doing a course, and she's going to open service stations. That's her ultimate goal. And this is wow. all money that she has saved up over the over the last. And she's been probably with us for about four or five years. Wow. When she's graduated, she carried on carried on trading in clothing and grew her business. Wow. So it's, and, um, it's amazing to see what people go on to do. Absolutely. So, so the, business, the business has literally become the bridge between uh, their prior state or previous state and, and the future success. You, you, the business has served as, as the bridge. Yes. It's around, you know, a, lot of, a lot of South Africans are stuck in dependency. Mm. So oh, wow. then it's very hard to get your, your own volition moving. So we're very much around building I can moments so that people realize, oh my gosh, I can do that. Wow. And then the self-confidence happens and then they propel themselves into action more than dragging people along to opportunities. Absolutely, absolutely. I also, I, I, I know that you, that you believe collaboration is key. Um, why is it important for other stakeholders, and, and apart from these women that are benefiting from, from joining the project, but other stakeholders who are listening in, um, and they, they could you know, boost the success of the future success of, the, of, of this business. Why is it important for them to consider collaborating with projects like this? Um, and our success is, tells a story, so the history mm, around absolutely. what we do. But, but power partnerships are, are the basis of our success. You know, with us, it's been um, corporates, it's been government and other NGOs, because we've all had the same goal in, in mind. Yeah. We're aligned with our values, and we can make an impact together because we all have completely different strengths. So we can tap into all those, those strengths. The collaboration and power partnerships is 100% key to our success, and, and, and I would say most people's success. None of us are on island. You can't Absolutely. do this on our own. Absolutely. There's a lot of work to be done. Absolutely. I know some of your, your, your partners are the, the Alliance Bank, for example. Um, uh, there's the Trade uh, Up Youth, which recruits young people between the ages of 19 and 25. So, so you are seeing uh, uh, collabs or brands uh, come on board. Uh, Tracy, I'm going to quickly ask you one question. In light of the current crisis, um, and, I, and I said this earlier, is that some, you know, there are certain groups of people are, are excited that they get to spend a lot of time with their family now others are frustrated others are are anxious um so what is your advice to and and i, I just want to step outside of the business talk for a second but your advice to south africans listening in um what is your general advice to them at this point in general just try and quieten the noise because there's ah, a barrage of negativity out there and try and and, and find a few maybe even on social media, a few people that you would like to follow, not everybody, don't listen to everybody's, what everyone else is saying, just find a few positive people out there that you can hook onto and, and get, get fed and nourished by that. Because this will pass, we will come through it, it yes. is going to hurt us, but we will survive it. So, South Africans are resilient, we have survived a lot of things in the past, and we will, we will overcome this, but we have to work together. 
and particularly, you know, my heart really goes out to informal traders that aren't within a network. You need to find networks where it's not all about money, it's about, it's about support, emotional support, and basic financial literacy support that we need to try and scale that. So there's lots of things online that you can do, but I understand data is not always that available, not really available, but there are lots of things that we can do online, positive things that we can reach out there to. I love that. I love that. And, and I think I, I think something very profound that you said is that at this, and now more than ever, it's important that we work together. And I think it's a common, a common thread or uh, something that, that, that we're hearing often is, is everyone saying we should be working together right now. Uh, so thank you for sharing that again, Tracy. Now, all of this information or, or for more information um, uh, about the business and upcoming projects, you can visit uh, www.theclothingbank.org.za. Uh, Tracy, could you share your social media handles? Yes, it's also at The Clothing Bank um, Facebook. And we're also on Instagram, The Clothing Bank. Uh, there we yeah. go. So all Our of that Facebook information. Facebook page is very active. The, the Facebook page and social media? It's nice and active. Oh, I, I, love, I love that a good business today is often identified <laughs> by being active on social media. So thank you for sharing that, uh, Tracy. Uh, before we wrap this up, and again, guys, uh, the link to uh, uh, the, the website and also the uh, handles for social media will be available on uh, the Two Oceans Vibe Radio website as well. And then this podcast you can follow um, for the rest of uh, this month. Now, Tracy, before I let you go, um, advice to three groups of people. Advice to the uh, the lady sitting and listening to the show, and she is at a wit's end, um, and life has just been overwhelming, and she does not see a way out. What is your advice to her? Come to an open day. Come, come along to one of our open days, and see if if this opportunity is for you. Even if it isn't, you'll still feel inspired by the the energy that you can feel at that open day. Oh, You'll meet other that. women in a similar situation to yourself that it's so important to build that sisterhood with women on a similar journey as you are. Oh, so come to an open day and, and see what it's that. all about. I love that. And again, well, our open days have been postponed a bit because of, because of the shutdown. But of you know, just keep 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 looking at our, our Facebook page and our website and the information will pop up. Oh, there we go. Perfect. And again that information will be available on our website as well. Uh, Tracy your advice to the young entrepreneurial woman who who's identified that they have what it takes to potentially start a business, but they just have, um, I, I realize not everybody believes that they can succeed, mm -hmm. but have the skill to potentially succeed. And people like yourself are able to identify that they have the skill. What is your advice to those young women? Keep learning. So, mm -hmm. so look, look for free opportunities to learn. There's a wonderful organization called R Labs. Mm -hmm. mm. There's NASPAS Labs. They are online learning. Keep looking for opportunities to learn and try and build, grow your network. What, what we found particularly with the youth last year, which was really interesting and I didn't realize it, was that their networks are very limited. Mm -hmm. So how do you build your network? So go out there and build your network. Find relationships with people outside of your immediate community. Wow. That's very wow. powerful. Well, wow. I love that. Another, another important um, thing that's been highlighted this past few days is how important it is to build and have a good network. Uh, so thank you for sharing that, uh, Tracy. And then last but not least, um, uh, when someone suddenly ventures and they've decided to take control of their situation and the circumstances and their lives, and they suddenly venture onto this entrepreneurial journey. So let's talk to the woman in, or the lady in the township. Um, and she's decided that nothing is going to 
stop her from now starting this journey. That idea might be very foreign to her immediate family. So to the son and the daughter and the dad, who suddenly now has to deal with this woman who has now taken the bull by the horns. It's important for them to support or be supportive. What do you say to them and what is the advice to them? Putting in boundaries is so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. And that's when that support network comes in. People, have, your family have to understand the journey that you're on and they need to really buy into it as well. You need their support and you need to put in boundaries. Because I see so many people's businesses just go belly up. You know, mm. because, because you've got cash in your wallet, you're expected to now go and buy the electricity. When that cash in your wallet, you actually need to go and buy more stock. And there's a few little basic business principles that you need to share with your family. People need to give each other an opportunity to grow their businesses three, four uh, months, then I can help. That, that, those conversations have to be had. They have to be had. I, I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Tracy. To your 20-year-old, so with hindsight, you've obviously built a successful business. You've seen many successes with hindsight. What do you say to your 20-year-old self? Trust, trust your gut, trust your instincts. Ah, spoken like a true. Go with it. <laughs> we don't always trust ourselves. Of course, of course. Oh, I love that. Now, this is a proven success story in South Africa. And I think if we can take one thing from this is that uh, there is hope and there are people who are, who are while making the change by providing the opportunity for you to do better. But like most, with most things in life and like many other things, it requires that you take the action, you take the steps and you make a move. And I think that is my takeaway from this, from this bit um, this afternoon. Tracy Gilmore, CEO and founder of uh, The Clothing Bank. Tracy, thank you so, so much for talking to us here on Toshins Vibrated this afternoon. We want to say that we salute you and we thank you for the work that you're doing. Gosh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you you so much. Again, guys, uh, information to uh, the website is available on the site. um, And we've still got loads lined up for you right here on your favorite feel-good business show. So don't get me wrong. I'll see you right after this right here on Two Oceans Vibe Radio.